What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Wealthy Spiritual Goddess podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Pierre, and today I have a special guest. Her name is Kayla, and so I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, guys. What's up? It's me, Kayla. (laughs) So this is actually my friend and neighbor. So she doesn't really have like a formal introduction, but we're just going to chat because there's so many valuable conversations that we've had that I just feel like need to be out into the world. So we're just going to like free flow chat about some really important (laughs) topics today, which one of the really big ones is sexual healing and like healing sexual trauma. And so some sexual trauma is like self-imposed sexual trauma like there's so much sexual trauma that is beyond just what we hear about and when I made a post about this like every time I talk about this like it seems to like get a lot of traction and like hit really well with people and I feel like there's so many things that like I just haven't even touched on with this but I feel like Kayla is like like your brain I just like love the way your brain works like just in general but like when we were talking on this like you just had a lot of like really good like points and like good perspectives and like it just made me think of so many other things like it was like making my brain like spiral into like some new train of thought (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like it comes from honestly living like living is like one of the biggest like experiences and like like that's how you learn how to like navigate through life is by living through those experiences so I feel like I've been really knowledgeable in terms of looking at past experiences and saying okay what am I taking from this how can this be applied in a new way and how can I not repeat bad mistakes again or maybe not be in those same situations again Mm -hmm. if you follow And by the way, just so everybody knows, Kayla is an Aquarius sun, (laughs) Aquarius sun and Taurus moon. And like, I don't know, just like the whole thing. It's just a whole vibe. But like her Aquarius energy is like, no, her her Aquarius energy (laughs) is like, seriously, it is like such a vibe because it's like that like age of Aquarius vibe. It's like being your friend. I feel like I like learn so much different perspectives because like I'm just like we're thinking outside the box (laughs) (laughs) it's like so good like there's just like so many like good like I don't know like just like your ways of being like there's just certain things where you just like have this is not ADD no (laughs) no I'm kidding I'm kidding (laughs) you have it like dialed in to your being of like Um, how you be and like just like how to exist how to exist like within myself and I think I think it's honestly super important that I don't know you start like paying attention to your own patterns your own habits your own like kind of just the way you work becoming more self-aware has been like probably one of the most powerful things I think I've gone through in my life and you know I'm young I'm only 23 like it's not Mm -hmm. I haven't lived some like crazy automatic years on this earth but I feel like you got to take what you've learned and let that be applicable to who you are and where you fit into like this world. And I feel like the rest kind of just flows, you know, like you'll kind of have just different experiences that flow with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And then that allows you to grow further. And then you're like, okay, wait, I really enjoyed this experience with so-and-so or this situation. So I want to really cultivate more things like that 
and you start to being like, okay, wait, I don't like this other pattern or I don't like this other person as much or I feel like I'm really not flowing with the way they look at a certain situation and you're starting to kind of become self-aware and that's like the process of it, I think. And so that's super, super important. I feel like you're like a total natural at like podcasting (laughs) and speaking. I'm like, ah, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, like, on the topic of, like, sexual trauma and, like, sexual healing, like, I feel like you have, like, really, like, kind of, like, feminist kind of ways of being that I really love. Yes, I would totally agree with that. Um, again, I think that comes from another, like, inner child work where I've seen how a lot of guys really degrade women, like, truly degrade women. I mean... I would take it firsthand from being, like, at a big college school, like, during my college years. Like, being at a big party school, like, really woke me up to how some men can, like, I don't know, the things they think they can kind of, like, do and get away with. And the kind of traumas they take lightly. So, I guess, yes, in a way, I do feel like I take a feminine aspect to some things. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because I've seen how bad other situations can be and so I feel like somebody needs to be strong like if someone's not gonna say something I'm gonna say something like mm-hmm. I don't I don't care who's in their room you know yeah. so I don't know I feel like that's where that kind of comes from mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of like you can even like you know there's different situations we can talk about and like really digress on like why they were bad and like why they were traumatic and mm-hmm. why so many people go through them yeah. yeah yeah you know the thing that I really know to be true is that like there are a lot of sexual experiences that you have just like as going through life I think I don't know I feel like probably almost everybody has had like a traumatic kind of um, sexual situation like and maybe you didn't even count it as like sexual trauma but like really like there's so many like looking back I don't even think that I realized that I had experienced sexual trauma yeah. Um, and I remember somebody asking me that before, like thinking that like certain things that I was saying or like, like it was actually, it was this psychic coach that I had worked with before. And she's like, oh, like, you know, do you have sexual trauma? And I'm like, no. And like, she's like, it just seems like it from like what I'm reading in your energy. And then when I thought about it, like I was trying to like trace it back And, like, there were certain things that were, like, coming up. Because I think, like, so much of trauma is, like, subconscious. So sometimes we forget and we say, like, no, it's not me. It's that other person. Like, it's not me with the trauma. And, um, like, even I think that sometimes you don't realize you have trauma until you've healed it or until you're in the healing process. And, like, there were, like, certain situations in the past where I remember having, like, not great like sexual experiences like and I would just like not know how to have a better experience and so I was just like navigating that but going through like so many emotions and like I remember like you know having certain situations where I don't know what it was but it was like not turning out the way I had hoped or like not having the connection or closeness or like something and I feel like though in those times like that's sexual trauma like, when you don't feel like right. it's a nourishing experience. And I feel like, I mean, this is, like, a, a, I guess another subtopic, but you can even kind of discuss the trauma that you enjoy or the trauma that you think you enjoy and that you don't know even is trauma. And it's, like, 
I don't even want to say like enjoy. I would I would say the trauma that you're going through, you don't even know necessarily it's trauma if it's a feel good at the time. And then you think back later and you're like, okay, why am I do like why did I do that? Like mm-hmm. that did not provide me the joy I assumed it would. So yeah, I guess falling along the lines of having too high of an expectation of what you experienced, you know, or what you thought you were going to experience. And then coming back and being like, that was not what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, it's like, it's like, when does the trial and error, like, become too toxic? Mm-hmm. You know, like, when does that, like, okay, let's try to find the one. Let's try to do this all over again. Like, when does doing that over and over and over again, like, when does that cause degradation to, like, your soul, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I I feel like I've gone through similar things, even though I've been kind of, like, a serial monogamous for a lot of my life. Like, there were times and where I... And I'm the opposite. I, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're, like, the opposite. But, Complete opposite. <laughs> but, um, like, for the most part, it was, like, serial monogamy. But I think, like, there were a lot of times where I put myself in bad situations, like, trying to, like navigate I think like just even like dating and relationships and like sex in general and like for me my mom never like talked to me about sex or anything it was pretty Mm. much just like don't do it and then when it came to a time where I was like old older in my life to like have those kind of experiences it was like my mom really like instilled like a lot of trauma and like scared like fear energy and like oh, if you do this, you're, like, bad, and, like, you're this, and you're, you're that. This kind and, of like, person. and then even, like, <clears throat> even, like, later down the line, when I was, like, more um, comfortable in my sexuality, I guess, like, I would get, like, shamed, like, really bad, like, in my home mm. for, like, situations. Wow. And so then it was, like, um, it pretty much was, like, so much, like, shame and guilt attached to like sexual experiences mm-hmm. to where I think like it shut me down and made it like more trauma. And that's, right. I think when we start like going into behaviors right. that are almost like self-imposed trauma, kind of like you were talking right. about, about thinking something's going to be better than it is, but mm-hmm. like actually we're, we're like self-imposing trauma because we're like not yeah. consciously aware of like what oh, yeah. we're actually doing. Yeah, I would love to, um, I'll take it back to, like, I, I guess, like, college was really, like, my most awakening, like, years. Like, someone told me when I first started, they were like, you're going to grow the way you did over the four years of high school and every one year of college. Like, and in a weird way, it felt like that. Like, I felt like I would just mature drastically at e- every year. And I remember, like, like you said, you're a serial monogamous, but... Um, I took the complete opposite route to like towards dating and, you know, navigating my romantic side of myself and seeing who I really am romantically and who do I want to be with and what are the personality types I click well and like trying to figure that out also came with sex and, you know, it's really hard in our 21st century to, you know, sometimes deny sex and like sometimes there's ways we don't even know that we can say no, you know, like we think we just kind of have to go through it and like go through those motions of really opening up ourselves to someone feeling like we're hoping that they'll do the same in return but it's like that can be traumatic like doing that over and over again and like feeling like you've gained no success in finding someone like that's scary and 
I really found myself giving my own trauma when I was constantly like trying to be the person who played the guys. Like I was the girl who'd like message and be like, let's hook up. And then like, I don't want to see you. Don't text me. Don't call me. Like, I don't want to talk to you after. Like, just let's do the deed and let's go. And honestly, I remember the day that I was like, okay, enough. Because I was just crying, Mm -hmm. sobbing after a guy had left. And I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I think it's enjoyable and like fun to play the game on them and like be mean and like kind of just like close the door. But in reality, I'm just like closing a part of myself that really wants to love. And like, I remember being like, this is really bad. And like, I was like, this is not healthy. And then I stopped kind of taking the routes of like okay let's just have sex and like not do anything else I was like let me actually try to get to know someone let me try to really see how they're feeling like do the hard work because that's what's scary it's like opening yourself up and actually having someone love you in return like that's the true terror and like Mm -hmm. that's where the hardness comes from you know yeah so that's definitely when I like totally agree with that like sometimes we give ourselves the most amount of trauma and we're like thinking it's from the outside and it's like no you have the capability to control all that yeah Mm -hmm. that's so true yeah yeah and it's like going back to what you said about how women they sometimes think that like they just have to do things in order to make other people happy like I feel like that's such like a programming of like societal norms like a matriarch role that you just need to take care of everyone where it's like if you don't actually learn your own pleasure I feel like your own pleasure always comes first of like you have to know like what you actually want and like and like let yourself receive first I mean and in yes. order to like actually have an enjoyable experience so and, like let yourself actually want it you know yeah. like I feel like that when you think that you have to like force yourself to like do things sooner or like do like out of a place of like thinking all that pleasure just disappears it's like yeah and and it's cruel like women are cruel to ourselves because like I know so many girls who like they're like, yeah, I'm not horny, but my boyfriend wants to have sex. And it's like, what? Like, then don't. Like, stand up for yourself and, like, know that, like, your own sexual journey is your own. Like, I don't think you should have to be forced into any type of situation, you know? Like, that should be of your own free will, you know? And if you're not in the mood, that is a, honestly a sign of, of no, you know? And, like, you need to get yourself in the headspace to have sex and, like, or have, you know, just be romantic. I don't even want to say have sex because that's so, like, one like one topic. Like, there's more than that. It's, like, being romantic and affectionate. Like, you need to be in a good place, like, mentally to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah. I, I don't loved, know. We don't focus on that as much, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I loved how you said before, like, that you and your boyfriend like you check in yeah and you say like are you in a good headspace for this like are are we like like are we okay right now enough to continue pursuing what we're about to pursue because it does take a lot out of you and like you're not thinking of it like that but it does and it does affect your mental state you know like there's been things that I didn't know were trauma until later in life where I was experiencing that same situation with someone new and I broke down or I had, a, you know, an emotional reaction that I was just kind of like, where did that come from? 
-hmm. And then I start really digging deep, you know, doing like personal like reflection and meditation. You're like, okay, wait, this comes from this situation I had with someone that I didn't even know was going to affect me like this. I had no idea I was going to cry years later about something that happened years before. Something that's not even like traumatic, something very small, like just a comment, Mm -hmm. you know, and like that comment, I guess, just really resonated with my brain. And it's like, I'm going to stay in here until we're ready. And then you realize, okay, now I know that that was trauma. And that's the moment of like awakening where you're like, whoop, I can pinpoint back. And that's when you start feeling a little bit more comfortable within yourself. So I think that's super, super important that people start doing that. Yeah. Like I, self-check. after I got out of a long relationship, like I spent years like, just deciding to just like be celibate like which I used to think was the strangest thing but then after I it just felt like in my soul like something needed to be healed like it was like so many wounds of like so many comments that I had like had that like sticked in my mind like it's hard to even vocalize it's like um like so much trauma of like being I guess I I don't want to say shame for my sexuality but it was that and it was like in my early years of life like dealing with um I guess like unsupportive not educated in that area like parents or like parental people and like dealing with like unhealthy men even in like my mom's life that had like really skewed views of like women and like Mm. were really hateful towards women like that really Mm. stuck with me and so I think like going through like self-imposed trauma and then taking that time to like kind of unpack so many things and experiences allowed me to come to the place of like actually really truly enjoying sex and like sexual connection and like valuing how like beautiful it can Mm -hmm. be of like a connection and like how much you can be like expanded and activated from like sexual Mm -hmm. experiences like making it such like a healing experience and Mm -hmm. it was like something I had never really I had never experienced that until after that time that I took to myself And I, and after taking that time, I realized all the experiences that actually were trauma that actually were like times where I was doing things out of thinking like I was supposed to, or that I don't even know. It was like, you could even say like the scripted like act, like, I don't know, like, yes, scripted. Yeah. It's like what you expect someone to do in that situation or in that given moment. It's like, Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I should kiss this person. Or, like, maybe, you know, just maybe. Like, you're just, like, you're kind of falling on the what if, you know? Like, the what if this goes well. Or what if this is a mm-hmm. a good thing for me, you know? And then you're, like, mm. Yeah. And then it's too late by that point. Yeah. You know what? I think also learning about what erotic blueprint I am. Like, mm. if you look up your erotic blueprint it helps you to know like what things make you feel most like connected and good like during sexual experiences and like for me like it's like an energy and a sensual thing and so there's like multiple ones but like the energy of it 
if I ever try to like force something or like just see, I think like I've already like Met, like it's yeah. already like no it's already a no the like it's closed it's like you have to like it's like a whole body sensation I feel like when yeah. you actually have chemistry and connection with someone and like it's a full body yes yeah I can totally agree with that it's it's like your your mind and your body and like all of it are in unison and it's like okay yes we're we're consenting to this all as yeah. a whole in a way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? I feel like something was on my mind to say. Um, oh, that like there were certain experiences that I had where I would have a sexual experience and I would find myself like crying hysterically. Even when like I wasn't really an emotional person at that time. I wasn't really in touch with my emotion. Like those experiences, like certain experiences like sexually would make me cry and it was like I didn't realize exactly why but like I would have these reactions and I feel like that's like experiencing trauma like even even though it's not like even though you said yes even though it seemed like the right thing and um I think like noticing like when you have those kind of experiences and like kind of unpacking like what what is actually going on underneath because I think for me it was like oh like I don't think I really actually wanted to do this or like that or maybe it was just like feeling not fully like heard seen understood and thinking maybe that I was in the beginning yeah and I also think it's a a huge reason this honestly happens is because people don't trust their own intuition enough. And so I find it really funny because I'm always like, dang, I should have trusted myself when I was thinking this certain thought about something that happened. And I'm like, I kind of felt like that was going to happen. And like, you kind of knew it was going to happen. And you're just like, why did you do it? You know, like, why did you like mistrust yourself? You know, and that made me start thinking about, you know, me trusting myself. And then I was like, okay, wait a minute, maybe I should like give myself a little more validation, a little more credit. And then if you want to take that even deeper, that goes back to you loving yourself and you like considering that, you know, like a form of giving yourself like credit, you know, giving yourself, I don't want to say validation, but it's more like, um, oh, I don't know. Like the word is, the word I'm looking for is like, that person is, you know, an expert in their field or something, you know, like they're an expert of that knowledge. Like you have to give yourself the like accreditation that you're like as smart as everyone else in the room. It's not like, mm-hmm. okay, my thoughts are bad. Like, why don't I trust my own? It's like, no, if you're going to go trust someone who's like, stay with your boyfriend, go stay with him, girl. And you met that person at the bar five minutes ago and you're like, hmm, maybe they're right. Maybe I should stay with my boyfriend. <laughs> but then you don't want to go trust yourself. And it's like, I don't know, like, those kind of things is what I'm saying. Like, some people just kind of will willy-nilly, like, follow something that they see out in public or hear from a friend and then, like, doubt their own judgment. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, why would you do that, you know? Like, and that's where some of these bad situations come from because you doubted yourself knowing that this might have been a bad idea in the first place or knowing, you know, and then you have to go through the whole traumatic experience and go heal yourself from then when you could have just trusted yourself in the beginning. 
you know it kind of goes yeah. full circle that's so true that's so true and I feel yeah. like our intuition and like that feminine power of intuition yeah. is like a whole part of our like spiritual and like sexual potential mm-hmm. and like expansion and like so when when I actually started to have really nourishing sexual experiences it was like it was like on the opposite spectrum where it was like I remember literally being like in the middle of orgasm like crying <laughs> like in like the most like what? excited Aww. happy way that is so beautiful <laughs> and it was like to the o. <laughs> um yeah it was the most amazing nourishing like soul expanding experience that I have ever yeah. had in my life and then it's like from there I think that you begin a new standard of being and that's when the healing really starts to happen because when you actually expand into that it's like this feeling of like you're expanding your whole like expression it it is like it feels like to me like stepping into a fuller expression of you and like then you get to kind of like really do some healing where you're like when you open your heart is when you actually get to see all the pieces that maybe feel like broken yeah wow some deep stuff right there (laughs) took me way down (laughs) wow no i mean that is so true like that's that's what i'm saying like the time where you feel most awaken is after you've lived through these you're able to come into a new but still have yourself that was that experience those things you know it's like I feel like a whole different person than I was then you know have a beautiful relationship I mean you know like it's just the dynamics are different now but let me tell you the amount of work it's taken us you know you know not only me solely as a person but I, I would say us as a couple just to kind of like heal those areas that I didn't even know needed healing and work not only heal them I would say work through them it's because it's it's constant it's not it's not like okay I had one great sexual experience and now all my old trauma is done and unpacked like no like I think I'm still to this day you know constantly working through things I didn't know I had or didn't know I experienced and allowing myself to kind of reflect and think okay how can I make the situation now better learning what I knew then, you know, and then taking that trauma and using it as something even more powerful than just it's it being trauma, you know, it being like a fun story or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's I, more than that. Yeah. You know what? Going back to that too. It's like, I think that I used to use traumatic kind of experiences and just kind of like make them into like oh that was just a cool experience but it actually and then you're like no like I was so stressed like and so much terrible (laughs) (laughs) like I think yeah it's like you try to I think like with trauma sometimes you try to cover it up and make it into like oh it's you know Uh like you try to like make like it's almost like you try to make it normal in order to like not feel it and it's not normal And it's, like, I feel, like, really, like, everything we've been talking about, it's, like, healing that, like, martyr kind of energy of, like, giving your whole self away to, like, stepping into your, like, queen energy. Mm. That sounds like queen shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
but no, I totally, I mean, totally agree. Like, that's another, like, that's another thing I'm super, super, I don't want to say, I'm saying super, 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 super on, like, my friends, like, I get onto them, like, I'm like, no, like, value yourself, value your worth, and I promise you, the man meant for you is going to be obsessed with that, you know, like, he's going to be like, she has stepped into her own, like, she is who she wants to be, and she wants to declare that to the world, and I, and I think that's so important, and I think that's also important in, you know, someone being able to love you properly, because, like, how can someone love you if you're not willing to be 100% authentically yourself? Who's gonna love, you know, like, you're basically living a lot, you know, like, what's the point? I see a lot of couples charading, charading, do a lot of charading, and I'm, I kind of question sometimes, I'm like, are you guys living? Like, are you guys actually living? Like, are you working with each other? Like, are you being intentional about your soul? And then you talk to some of these people behind closed doors and you're like, no, they're not. And it's like, why? I don't know. For me, it's just like, why would you waste so much time and energy and countless amount of energy on something that isn't real or something that isn't gonna like heal you I don't know do you get what I mean like people doing things that are just kind of like just because it's the motion of it like why would you put yourself in that position and I think that is another thing I wish I asked myself more like why was I charading why did I charade around certain people or you know and and not live so authentically myself you know and I think that's a big big question we need to ask all the time ask ourselves like is this a charade or is this real like is this is this beneficial for me is it giving me the things i need to succeed am i succeeding am i growing and then you know then kind of like make your just value decision off that you know i feel like even me i'm like like those questions are just like so Uh, thought-provoking i'm like (laughs) that is so good uproot my whole life and change it all (laughs) no no those are so good no, but yeah, I really think that's super important. And I don't know. I, I want a lot of people to, you know, know that loving yourself and like having time to heal, like this stuff is literally what it is. It takes time. Like it's not like a magical moment. Like I feel like I was always waiting for like this magical moment to like come along and this magical man to sweep me off my feet. But like, it didn't even happen like that. I would say it happened so gradually and so beautifully. And I think I found more sexual pleasure in that like long growth in that long, like, you know, me being so like single and like flirtatious all the time. Like I fell in love with the whole like concept of being really good friends and like really nurturing each other and caring for each other. Like that to me is where it's beautiful. And those moments are beautiful when we're able to kind of express how we feel because we're taking care of each other, you know? Like, that's where the sexual healing comes in instead of it's like, okay, this is just me having a sexual experience. Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree. I actually, I feel the same way. Like, I love the concept of, like, being friends and, like, nurturing your relationship Mm -hmm. and just, like, building on a foundation. Yes, girl. That is, oh, man. There's nothing better. For me, like, it wasn't, like... I don't know. I want to say, I feel like there was magical moments, I guess. But it was like, 
it was more so for me, like I was doing consecutive like energy work, like doing a lot of deep energy work. And like, I was doing that probably like a couple times a week or more. Cause like I do it myself. I would hire people. Like yeah. it would be like consecutive energy work, like for the longest time. And I think sometimes I forget that being like such a key piece, but like for me, it was like when I could look at the specific traumas I could remember them. And so it was like a lot of things that I had forgotten. I had remembered because I would have to think back because like the energy work I would do would be like emotion specific, age specific. So it'd be like, hmm, what happened at age 22? Like, I don't remember anything traumatic. And then I would have to like think back to the relationships and the things. And then it would be like aha moments. And then I would have this like deep like healing and purge like for the next, you know, like 24 or 48 hours, like after I would do it and it would be really reflective and I would be like, oh, wow, that really affected me more than I thought. Right. And so like so much of what I was healing, um, I got to like see on the surface instead of just like relying on my conscious mind. It was like so much from my subconscious could come through and then I could like see it instead of just like because so much is suppressed so it was like when I could see it I could remember it and then I could heal Mm. it interesting see I feel like I don't know I've never I've never been the I, I personally have never been the type to like get I don't know like I'd say like a visual like that I only knew things were really traumatic when I would dream about them. Like, I get really vivid dreams. And I know I'd be, like, sweating or, like, sleep-talking or, like, wake up in the middle of my dream. And, like, my dreams would include, like, the people or the situations of really crazy events. And then, like, my dream would kind of, like, shift and interpret it in its own way. And then I'd be, like, I'd wake up and be, like, okay, I think this is really bothering me. And, like... I need to think about like what is really going on here and then that made me think back and like reflect a little deeper and kind of be like oh so that's why I was upset at my friend for this you know like again you know some of these traumas are not you know solely speaking about in a romantic way but like there's so much trauma we can attack like not even sexual that's again we don't know until we're like interpreting in that later and you're like oh I feel like this is for a whole nother yeah. podcast like, I that know. I totally want to do because like I oh, feel like there's drama? forget it I got you no you know what so that much. is so a thing <laughs> I was actually I was just talking to somebody about like you know the sisterhood wound you know like of feeling wounded with like you know and women I can tell you I've felt more wounded from friends sometimes than from men but that again comes from me really really serially like blocking out any kind of like emotional connections with men so I feel like that's why I clung to maybe more friendship relationships more and I cultivated those more because I put more trust into those things than I did men I I, like men I feel like sometimes I'm like a man hater I'm like no like don't put them near me like they are terrible (laughs) x and a on the men a but I love my boyfriend don't get me wrong um he's he's so wonderful but I don't know I've just met some right people so I feel like you know sometimes it's hard to but again like I'm saying there's I should you know jump back um there are some people out here made for a certain type of person and you know sometimes we kind of forget that and we kind of just like push this narrative of like 
oh my god, I need to find the one. Are you the one? You might be the one. I'm going to cling to any little thing I know about you that is close to something I would think would be the one. But then you're not really the one, but I'm not going to focus on those things that doesn't make you the one. I'm just going to focus on the things that do make you the one. And I see a lot of girls do that, like, I don't even know what to call it. It's like like picking and choosing what they want to believe in, you know? And then I'm like, There's like a million podcasts that I feel like we could do. Yeah, like, (laughs) like, it's just like, but that's, but that's honestly where the, like, again, trauma comes from, you know, us not realizing what's going on in those situations, whether it's something somebody verbally said, whether it's something someone did, whether it's something we did, something we verbally said, you know, we don't know in those situations because we were just kind of living them. We're just kind of like, oh, let's just jump into this. But now we're here sitting and you can like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah. Oh like a sense of peace yeah I feel like honestly it's like I look at a lot of things like we're attracting everything into our life and so it's like for me I was like hmm like all of these things brought me to this place and so it was like there were a lot of moments that I thought this is exactly what I want If, if I could tell anyone anything I feel like it would be to talk to people on sexual trauma. And, like, even though that's not, like, what I've really, like, specialized in, like, in what I've been doing, it's, like, that's always been something that's, like, really close to my heart is, like, sexual trauma and, like, helping people, like, navigate their experience. And I just, um, like, going through the things that I've went through, it's, like, if I could tell someone, like, something that would make a difference for them to like choose a better decision um you know then that's like enough like yeah and and that makes this conversation then worth it you know I'm I totally hear you and I and I totally agree like I I want more women to have more conversations like this like I want people to like I don't want to say just normalize sex but I want to say normalize how they feel and what they're experiencing and to know that it's okay and to know that these things are normal and natural and that it's not it's it's not necessarily a bad thing you know if you're experiencing trauma right now and like this is you know you're in a position where you're like oh my god are these people talking about me it's like it's like no it's more so we want to have these conversations so other people are awake to having conversations like this within themselves and having those moments you know okay what am I going to do that's right for me in this situation instead of what am I going to do that's right for this other person? Yeah. I think if you focus more, cause I think like for me, that's so valid. And, um, it's like, I think like I was so focused on impressing the other person or like being, um, like making myself feel like I did well or, or doing the right thing or being how I'm supposed to be or whatever to like focusing on like the connection like is there a connection like how is the connection yeah so then it like shifts the focus off like being or doing a certain a certain thing or being a certain way to like how's the actual connection though and I think like if you ask that question then so much trauma can be avoided right like whether it's like even I feel like I've had people say they even have had experiences with, like, husbands and, like, boyfriends. and Like, you know, it doesn't have to be somebody that you're just, 
like having a sexual connection with like these trauma experiences can be with anybody so it's like if you go back to that one question of just like saying like how's the connection like what is the connection like right now I feel like that just like makes so many things um like more it, it shines light on where there could have been trauma experiences right you make great points like (laughs) what I can't even I'm like speechless right now that is so true like no words (laughs) like this conversation has been like so perfect so I feel like we have to do this again yes most definitely so you can find Kayla on the IG on the IG okay so I I just want to tell you guys like one thing before we like wrap this up and tell you where we can find her is she is not yet a coach she just has like amazing value and I feel like she will be a coach this is my good friend and neighbor um but yeah like I just feel like your mind and everything is like yeah I I really love people honestly and I think And this is, like, I'm not in any way tooting my own horn because I actually hate attention. Like, this makes me uncomfortable (laughs) to begin with. But, again, like, the part I do love is honestly talking to people and, like, I don't know, getting to hear your stories or, like, getting to hear where you come from. And um, I think there's something really, really strong, beautiful, and powerful in us experiencing things through other people and kind of taking what we need to learn from them and and honestly even maybe giving our own tidbits of advice and you know there's something really cultivatingly beautiful about you know humans kind of gathering together and sharing information and then growing together in the information you know like I don't know like to me that just seems super powerful so honestly I like talking to people it's (laughs) it's like a problem it's such a like I don't know, like, it's, like, if I think of, like, that really high vibrational, like, soul-nourishing Aquarian age energy, it's, like, you totally bring that to the table in, like, the most grounded, like, beautiful way. You hear that? (laughs) (laughs) So, what is your IG so people can follow you? My IG is K-M-A-M. And that's K-A-Y-M-A-E-M. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes for you. Yes, but it has been a wonderful time talking to you all. And I look forward to seeing you all again. Bye, everyone. Your fans are called goddesses. Okay, so Kayla says, bye, goddesses. Because you are bye, all goddesses. Goddesses. <laughs> <laughs>